There's this joke because uh, Amin is told that that Tom's life mirrors my life in many ways. Our our wives effectively have the same name and profession, and I, I won't give too many details uh, that will allow people to I don't know be able to steal our our uh, do, do identity theft or whatever else. But I remember um, Amin saying. Either this is just an incredible coincidence, these similarities between Tom and Ethan, or Ethan is a very uncreative liar. Um, and so, hey. <laughs> well, now I have a German Shepherd, so until you get a German Shepherd, uh, uh, we are, we're not uh, leading parallel lives here, Ethan. No? Okay, okay. Well, what was the... Okay, we've got a topic at hand. Usually we would have gone through a standard intro. Usually I would not save, have saved my dog's life from the literal well that he fell into. Talk about a man bites dog story, Tom. Uh, I, the dog did not save the human from the well. The human saved the dog from the well. Um, it's all been a distraction from the fact that I want to talk about NBA refereeing with you. Uh, it's totally derailed our intro. Okay, Tom. I didn't have a fancy segue. I was looking for it. I was thinking maybe hmm, when we were talking about the honesty, that could be a good segue. You know, we're talking about refereeing, but it didn't happen. So we're just going to do a cold right here. I think that you are the best sourced person when it comes to NBA referees. I know you don't. I'm not, I'm not going to let you say anything. I'm just I'm saying that. That's my impression. I'm not letting you do the humility card. I don't need you to diminish. I don't need you to diminish your own expertise right now. But. I think you're getting into the space where there's tremendous interest and not a lot of coverage. And there was a Twitter thread that you put out recently that caught some attention that I think people people went, huh, I didn't even I didn't even know this. And I want to get into that. I want to get into how the players are going at the referees recently and how this has mm-hmm. become a subplot of the league. And of course, I want to talk a little bit of Donahue because you had a, a writer of a book about him on your podcast, and it was fascinating. And part of what's fascinating is that the story itself uh, is quite comprehensible and verifiable, and yet just seems vague and confused and uh, layered with people's wants of what it's about. And so I want to get into all of that. But let's start with this thread. Um, you, sir, you said I was the most sourced or well-sourced reporter mm. on NBA referees. I don't even know if that's true. It's just I'm the, the one of the few that are willing to talk about it. Ah, the theme, the theme of this podcast, everybody. Heroes, you know, maybe Tom's not the best source, but who else would heroically share this information with you people? It's Tom. Because um, I think a lot of people in- do, like a lot of reporters, NBA reporters, know officials personally. I oh, yeah. uh, may have played pickleball with some of these officials in Orlando at the NBA bubble mm. where they were sequestered to, you know, several months in quarantine to finish the season and make everyone all their money back. Um, and so I, I wouldn't say I'm buddy-buddy with uh NBA officials, but there has been this like long-standing gag order to not talk about officiating. Like yep. the first club, the first rule of being an NBA reporter is you do not report about um the NBA officials for some reason. Yeah. And and like executives and, and players, they will be fined if they criticize officials. This happened the other day with Fred Van Vliet. It's happened several times um this season where a 
player either criticized publicly after a game or had uh, physical contact with an NBA official during the game. And it is an omerta. You're not allowed to criticize officials yeah. publicly. And so I think reporters and journalists by extension feel like this is a taboo that you're not allowed to talk about it. And so what I did was I was like researching who are the referees that the NBA selects for the playoffs, right? Like that is an objective way to see of the 80 or so NBA referees, which ones do the NBA trust enough to referee playoff games? The ones that are on national TV all the time. And what I found out was that it's a very similar list year after year. Maybe a couple play, a couple referees are promoted into that secret or that, that VIP section of NBA referees. Sometimes they're demoted, but oftentimes it's the same referees. So what I did was I was like, which teams get those referees? Like in the regular season, the NBA assigns three referees to every game. And I was just curious to see which team gets the cream of the crop referees. And the more that I dug into it, the more I realized there is a clear bias here that the NBA assigns its top quality referees, the ones that are going to the playoffs, the ones that are in advance to the NBA finals, the cream of the crop referees are almost always on the most high profile teams in the NBA the Golden State Warriors, the Los Angeles Lakers, the New York Knicks. And that was fascinating to me, was the idea that the NBA deliberately puts its best officials, its most trusted officials on those marquee teams. And at the bottom of the list, man, I feel so bad. Like the Sacramento's of the world, the Orlando Magic, the OKC Thunder, the San Antonio Spurs, like these small market teams get the least experienced, youngest and least trusted NBA yeah. officials. Yeah. yeah, you guys are the cadaver that the medical student is going to get to uh, try out and experiment on. Uh, you you bottom tier teams. Although the Kings, that's a quality team. They just don't matter from the NBA's perspective. And I think that, look, you say they put the quality refs in the playoffs. Everybody understands that. I think everybody expects that. That, that, wouldn't, that wouldn't throw people. But this where they are doing it in the regular season, it reveals a, as you're showing us who the respected refs are, which is good information to have. And B it shows how much they care about this regular season that they've devalued and how the marquee NBA national games uh, are such a disproportionate cause of focus to the point where they're, they're shading who's on, who's on the coverage of the games. I mean, I don't know anybody who would really put that together. If they have, uh, they haven't piped up. I think this is an original finding by you. Well, yeah. I mean, think about it. The philosophy of that is, in one hand, if this is a fair competition, you want each team, an NBA team, to have access to the same quality of officiating. It's fair. That seems like the fair thing to do. But that is not the choice that the NBA has made. The NBA's brass have decided the biggest teams the most high profile teams are going to get the choice referees. And I could see both sides of that. Their argument, the NBA's argument, and this is what I've heard from NBA teams in calls with the NBA, the NBA, and I'm paraphrasing here is like, those are the largest audience games, the biggest audience games. We want to put our best, most trusted, respected officials on it because that is 
the business side of it is we don't want a screw up with a rookie official who's too too young for the stage, doesn't know what they're doing, um, and might mishandle a situation and it's a bad look. Something happens on the floor. They are making a choice that we don't want to risk it. And those high caliber TV games that reach the most eyeballs and that doesn't make the thunder, the, the magic, the Pelicans from new Orleans, that does not make them very happy is the idea that yeah. they're getting basically the JV team. And it's hard enough to play LeBron James. It's another thing when they get the top officials for those games. Um, and then you introduce the whole idea of like, okay, so it's been alleged over the years that company men have fixed NBA games uh, the Sacramento Kings Lakers series comes to mind um, where there was, you know, I think Tim Donnie had said that there's company men that extend the series to make sure that they get more revenues. If they, if the game goes from game five to game six to game seven, it's more money in the pockets of the NBA league office. And then they want, instead of the Sacramento Kings in the NBA finals, they want the Lakers, the Showtime Lakers, whatever it is in, uh, in the finals. And so by putting these older